Hello and welcome to the latest episode of The Big Reviewski. My name is Rory Cashin and this week we're talking all things The Grey Man. The huge $200 million action blockbuster arrived in Irish cinemas and on Netflix within a week of each other. So you could go see the big action stuff on the big screen if you wanted to. But if you wanted to sit at home and kind of Netflix and chill, that option is there as well. So up first you're going to hear from none other than Ryan Gosling who plays The Grey Man himself. Chats to us all about his workout regime for this specific spy thriller, the very dangerous stunts he had to partake in, some of the more out there Barbie outfits we can expect from his next big screen outing when that arrives in July 2023, and loads more. So here is Mr. Gosling talking The Grey Man. Ryan, how are you today? Good, how you doing? Really, really good. But to kick off, mm-hmm. Grey Man action movie, big, big, big action movie. Yeah. When you're at home and you're like, I want to watch it. Like if it's a Friday night, you yes. want to watch a big, big action movie. Yeah. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Oh, like aside from the Grey Man. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you're just sitting at home, you're like Ryan wants to watch his favorite action movie. Right. What What comes to mind for you? What's the best? I like it when they're funny. Mm-hmm. You know, I like this. What I liked about this is that there was like it kind of reminded me of the stuff I grew up on, where it was also funny. It had like a sense of humor about itself, which also seems sort of realistic because like it's such a bleak existence that it feels like you kind of have to be, you yeah. know, to keep from going crazy. Yeah, or just lean into the crazy because that's, because you got like Con Air and Face Off where it's just, everyone's crazy. Yes. And that's funny. Yeah. And then there's also explosions. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's what I enjoyed about this and that it is funny and there is crazy. Yeah. And then there's also explosions. So yeah. it's just like that perfect kind of Friday, like, yes. Yes. I'm going to watch this. I'll click on that. <laughs> is, is it fair to say this is the, the biggest you've been physically for a movie? With a lot of... Uh, I like think that's fair. Because there's... I think that's fair to say. Yeah, because you... Like, was there a particular workout regime? Was there a particular uh, martial arts you, you had to train for for this? Like, because it's probably the most physical role. Definitely. Had. By far. Because you, you've done action movies like and you've not done really scenes. I've done films that have action I, having done this now I realize I've done films that have action sure. in them, but I've never done an action <laughs> film right so in terms of like that that workout or was there was there a particular regime you had to stick to in order to I lifted heavy them? things <laughs> I worked out more than I normally would I ate less than I normally would and then there was an incredible team like stunt team that was sort of curating, like showing me all of these different styles of martial arts and then trying to figure out what was gonna work best for me and also work for the characters. So they kind of curated this style for me. And then uh, I had this incredible uh, advisor who was ex-Delta Force, kind of the real gray man. And he mm-hmm. was with me every day on set, you know, training me on the job. He had amazing ideas that were not in the script that made the film, I think gave it like a special sauce, like his idea to always have Skittles because it's a great source of energy or tie your shoelace to the door if you're going to go to sleep. That way, you know, if someone's coming in, all these things, they make sense. But, you know, this is stuff you learn on the job. And and he was like just gracious enough to share those things with with me. When he's giving you these little uh, tidbits, these nuggets of special uh, CIA or secret information that you're like, did you have to do it? Did you have to use that yourself? Like, is that, what, yeah. was he Was he like kind of forthcoming with his own stories of? Oh yeah, he was know? like, I always had Skittles in the field, you know? They don't go bad, good source of energy, you need it. Sometimes you're about to go in and it's about to go down, like Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> Just Skittles. 
And was there a particular uh, stunt? Because there's, I, I don't even want to say set piece because each set piece within itself then seems to have smaller set pieces. So it, it, they kind of build upon themselves. So was there a particular stunt in this that you're like, that looks difficult, but I'm going to do it. Or that looks difficult, I'm going to let the stuntman do it. They were all challenging in their own way. Uh, the last thing we shot, which you always have to be suspicious of what they leave for the end of shooting, mm. <laughs> was probably the craziest, which is I'm running along the top of this train and all the train cars are falling out beneath me. Mm -hmm. And I did think when it was happening, this is exactly what this movie has felt like the whole time. Just bit, like set piece after set piece, action sequence after action sequence, just barely getting out of it unscathed. It's a nice metaphor. Yeah. Your last day is a nice metaphor for the movie as a whole, just running on top of a train. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay, as I mentioned at the top, big, big, big action movie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Blade Runner was expensive. And as you mentioned, you've done movies with action in it, but not action movies. Mm -hmm. Why, what was it about this? And you're like, okay, this is what I, this is what I want to do now. Well, the Russo brothers have been doing this for a decade and <clears throat> killing it. And they, uh, you know, I knew I, this was, they were going to drive. I was along for the ride. I was new to this. So I felt like I was in good hands. And then the character is just, you know, I thought this idea of a spy who didn't want to be a spy, who would rather be at home watching TV, it didn't even really want to be in this movie, you know, would rather be a plumber or, or anything else, was kind of an interesting character. And I, I thought I, I could have fun playing that. So I was looking at the books, the sequel books. Some of them have fantastic titles. Yeah. Gunmetal Grey. Yeah. That's cool. Relentless. Ballistic. Like, I can see the posters for them all yeah. already. Mm -hmm. This one is quite different to the book, mm -hmm. to the actual Grey Man book. Yeah. If, let's let's put you in charge of the next one. So let's let's just, for for whatever reason, the Russo brothers can't direct Gunmetal Grey. Who would you love to step in and direct the next Grey Man movie? Who do you think could bring that kind of, because the reason why, say, the Mission Impossible movies are so interesting is because they keep revolving directors we get different yeah. perspectives mm -hmm. is there a particular one you're like i'd love to see them do a 200 million dollar action blockbuster that's tough with this because this is so exists in the russo's head you know they're creating a whole universe for this and multiple film storylines characters you know i mean they're kind of building a universe so mm -hmm. i feel like it's something that's like that's 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 something I, I i don't know i couldn't answer that do you know what's within the series you'd like to see happen next well i i like this character i think you know he's interesting you know he's spent most of his life in jail so he's never really lived mm -hmm. and his only way to live is is to sort of become an agent and um but it's a death sentence either way and so you know everything that he does is kind of more meaningful because every restaurant he's in or person he meets all the stuff that might just be kind of background to another spy is sort of like his opportunity to live a little before he dies so i think it'd be cool to see where that goes for him and you know if he gets out or if he gets home, if he gets a Netflix account, if he gets to put his feet up, <laughs> chill in his tracksuit. And watch Friday Night Action movies yeah. with crazy and, and funny and explosions. So that, that's, yeah. I'd like that for him. I would too. That's kind of like Gogglebox, just watching someone else watching TV. <laughs> so <laughs> that could work. <laughs> just to uh, change, change track just a second, uh, speaking of track, you in the movie wear a fantastic track top, tracksuit mm. top. Yeah. So it's nice to just, you know, to celebrate that. So that it was going to wear my favorite. You could do action in that. Yeah. And you can chill in that. Action it's and a chill. It's a nice choice. 
Action and Chill is the other Surf Netflix and turf. slogan. <laughs> Two of the photos from Barbie. Oh, You've yeah. got the double denim. Yep. You've got the Lycra onesie. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get out either of those through security to bring to wear those today. Oh, today, I'm sorry. Arthur, they wanted them. Security <laughs> so wanted to wear them. So they were like, I'll take that. That's, that's not for you. No one needs to see that. Are there other upcoming co outfits or costumes that you think will people react quite as strongly from to? Barbie? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, this is, that was nothing. That was a nothing? Nothing. That is nothing. Ryan, you can't, you can't <laughs> tease us like that. Give us. It's true. I, I'm, I, that is nothing. I can't wait. Right, so what you're saying is I have to buy a third The Halloween outfit. costumes are endless. <laughs> And that's the greatest honor. It truly when someone is. is is your character for Halloween. It just doesn't get better than that. I already know people who are planning Barbie costumes this year, and the movie's not out till next year. So yeah. Any okay. si any any uh, any six costumes you think? I mean, it's not exactly the same. Yeah. But I think this with uh, it's a comfortable costume. It really is, and then people don't quite get it. Go, who are you? And I, I can explain it to them. It's a conversation starter. Yeah. It's a really good icebreaker. So. I think that'll work. Perfect. Ryan, thank you so much. Fingers crossed. Thanks, buddy. Pleasure. Up next, you're going to hear from the Russo brothers. Now, you should definitely know these guys because they're responsible for Captain America The Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. So they are the directors behind legitimately the biggest box office movie of all time. So when they decide to make something new, everyone should sit up and pay attention. So when they decided to make this huge $200 million Netflix spy thriller action blockbuster, yeah, we all sat up and paid attention. So here are the Russo brothers chatting about The Grey Man, and they also give some interesting tidbits about the future, the present, and interestingly, the past of the MCU. Gentlemen, how are you both doing today? Uh, good, how are you? Really, really good. So, The Grey Man, congratulations. Thank you. Huge, huge, huge action movie. Like, even within the action sequences, there's little action sequences within action sequences, yes. and that's, I love that. Exhausting to make. I can only imagine. Yeah. Like, one can only imagine. But, especially during pandemic, yeah. I guess, because then there's everything else on top of that. But for yourselves, I would picture this as, like, a really good example of a perfect Friday night movie where you're like, I need to watch something fun and explosions and I'm having a good time. Can't help, that's everything that uh, we intended to do with the film. So yeah. I'm glad you, glad it spoke to you. Well, congratulations. Yeah. For yourselves, if you're sitting in on a Friday night and you're like, I this, I want to put on my ultimate mm -hmm. action movie, my ultimate Friday night movie, and obviously you can't pick the great Max, that's cheating. Yeah. What would you put on? Die Hard. Yeah, right, I was gonna say Die Hard. say Die Hard? Yeah. Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, yeah. Ronan. Uh, Ronan? That's a good show. Yeah, Ronan just doesn't get the attention that it deserves. I mean, it's, Car chases. Yeah, it's like Frank Frankenheimer using all of his powers. <laughs> uh, if you want to lean into the funny more, Midnight Run. Oh yeah, so yeah, Midnight one. Run. But still within the genre, nominally. Yeah. If you want to go outside the genre a little bit, Flash Gordon. I can watch Flash Gordon any time of the day. That's a lot of fun. It's a sing along. It's, yeah. It does have like a Rocky Horror vibe where it you're just like, you yeah. could watch it with a crowd and everyone yeah. knows every single moment yeah. of it. Within The Grey Man, uh, as I mentioned, the set pieces are phenomenal. And just even like the tram sequence, I was like, oh God, just the, the logistics of it. I was trying yeah. to work out from behind the scenes. I was like, I can't imagine how much preparation it must have taken. But was there one particular stunt within the movie where you're like, okay, this is, we're going to need all hands on deck for this because this is... The tricky one. The gray man falling out of the plane was a very 
complicated process to figure that out. Him, him falling through the air to involve a combination of practical photography and heavy, heavy visual effect work. But we went through a long process of yeah. experimentation and figuring out the right, the right way to do that. Casting Chris in this, I think people were a little bit prepped thanks to Knives Out. Yep. Like, oh, he can be a yep. very believable douchebag. Good for him. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he was that in this plus sociopath. Yeah. So it was a perfect mix. And obviously The Grey Man is the first in a potential series of uh, uh, movies regarding this character. Is there anyone else hidden within the MCU or any movie that you've worked on that you think has been perceived as being a good guy? Because Chris is Captain America. He's like the goodest of guys and you get to see him be awful. Is there someone who's been a good guy and you're like, we know you've got it in you to be a fantastic villain? And one level, there's so many great actors. Any great actor can go there, right? And there's a lot of great actors in the MCU. But the first person that popped into my head when you asked the question was Anthony Mackie. <sighs> Weirdly, I thought of Paul Rudd. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Rudd recently was, he was kind of a douchebag in that, what, is it The Therapist Next Door? That's maybe? right, yeah. So yeah, yes. I could see that. Yeah, he can. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see him go unhinged. A lot of these stars, you know, they're, they're they're so handsome, they're so appealing, they're so as charismatic. Like you're right, everybody wants to see them in these sort of positive hero roles, <laughs> protagonist roles. But yeah, they've got a, like they all have the life experiences that go bad. We all do. Yeah, I, I, like and obviously it's just a lot of fun to see like Chris and, and actors of that ilk where you're like you're just having a ball being bad and it, it just must be fun for them to be like i'm getting to kind of subvert what the audience yeah. is expecting of me it's the entertainment factor of just turning them loose you mm -hmm. know uh and lloyd loves being an asshole so you know it's, it's part of the entertainment factors it's really like watching chris and we worked with george clinton years ago and i remember he told us this he said uh you know it's really hard playing the leading man because your job is to let everyone else steal the scenes from you you know, now Chris gets to steal the scenes. He no longer has to play the leading man. Uh, and uh, it's entertaining and fun. And uh, um, uh, I think uh, as an audience member, a bit of, you know, there's a, a weird wish fulfillment where you get to see them uh, be the opposite of who they've been. And one final question, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, I, I asked about the Ultimate Friday Night movie. For me, it genuinely is. And it's not just because we're here. It is The Winter Soldier. It oh, is, wow. That's like, clear. Mm -hmm. Just love that movie to bits. Um, is there any director or directors out there that haven't worked within the MCU yet that you think you'd love to see brought in and bring their particular? No, that's easy for me. Yeah. So, uh, Duffer right. Brothers. Are <laughs> you say the Duffer Brothers? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they kind of did it with season four of Stranger Things. I mean, that was like, I got the end of that and I was like, that is as big mm. as anything I've seen. The scale of the ensemble. The way everyone got their moments, the scale of the set pieces, and I was like, "Wow, this is." They have ascended into the ranks of the biggest filmmakers in the world. So since you said that, I'll I'll go with another directing duo, uh, the Daniels. Oh, interesting. Especially after everything, everywhere. By the way, I heard they got asked to do Loki and they turned it down. Yeah, it's been an interesting combination. The Daniels doing Loki. After season two, yeah, could, could, season they could come around. Yeah. Fantastic. Gentlemen, thank yeah. you so much for your time today. Thank you All right, so pleasure. much. Pleasure. That really was fun. Great. That's thank awesome. you so much. 
So that was Ryan Gosling and the Russo brothers chatting the grey man. If you head over to Joe.ie's YouTube channel, you will also see that we played a game called The Best of Frenemies with both Ryan Gosling and the Russo brothers. Now, we couldn't put that on here because it's a very visual game and it wouldn't make a lot of sense just listening to it. So you're going to have to take my word for it and head over to the YouTube channel and check it out because it is actually very, very funny. Uh, Gosling and the Russos reacting to some of the best cinematic hero-villain pairings of all time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please do subscribe so you'll know when the next episodes are coming. There are some huge stars on the horizon. So, um, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's... There's some biggies coming in the next week or two, so make sure you come back and listen to those episodes as well. Otherwise, let me know. You can find us on at BigRevewski on Twitter, or you can find me at Roar, like a line, so Roar E. Cashin, also on Twitter. Uh, let me know what you think of The Grey Man. Did you go see it in the cinema? Did you watch it at home on Netflix? Did you avoid it completely? You shouldn't. You should go see it. It's pretty good. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>